and welcome to Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Sisters, I have a question. What? Do you have do you happen to know why children like to get naked and run around your house naked in the summer? Do you know an answer to that? Why they they have such an affinity for nudity? Uh, is that all children or is that just your kiddos? Well, uh, there's another, there's a follow-up question (laughs) that I don't have an answer to. Uh, I, this morning, I had them sitting there eating breakfast with me. We were all settled eating breakfast. They were in matching nightgowns, which makes me look like I'm so on top of things. It's so rare that things like that happen. And I watch as uh, Cooper proceeds to strip off her nightgown and then get halfway out of it and stuck and then start yelling, tuck, tuck, because <laughs> she's now stuck in her nightgown. I love that so much. <laughs> so I have to get her out of her nightgown. And then, of course, Charlie looks over and goes, hey, why does she get to be naked and I'm not? And strips off her nightgown. And I was like, why? Why are we? Why is um, breakfast more enjoyable now that we're nude. Well, now what? I haven't tried it personally. Are you saying that you wouldn't enjoy life a little bit more if you could just take your clothes off whenever you wanted? No, I don't. I personally like pants. <laughs> we have talked about this before, and I feel like before you've been very anti-pants. No, I lo- I love pants. I hate pants. No, you're what you're referring to is the fact that I don't like to sleep in underwear. Oh, that's true. Yes. But I still I still sleep in pants. During the summer, I not like business pants. <laughs> I create a schedule for myself to where I cannot require pants after 10 p.m. and before noon. <laughs> Tay, have you ever managed to swing a schedule like that? <laughs> I sleep in pants, sometimes shoes. Ba- I I don't ever want to be. naked in any way there is a freedom that comes with the feeling of walking through the house just wearing like a big t-shirt or big sweatshirt in your underwear no there isn't well maybe just like chilling watching a movie getting some pizza no no yeah no no pants i'm anti-pants i get it not that i I want to be completely naked but anti-pants i don't even like like i have to get the kind of underwear that's basically like little pants like like i don't don't want a bikini or anything i want the pants that have full-on like leggies to them because then it's just like i've got my outside pants and my inside pants i feel safe i always hate the way that they're they're so commonly referred to as boy shorts it's like why we got to get gender up all in this why can't they just be small pant pants yeah give them a small pant underpants Small pant underpants. I don't know. Just just shorts, bed shorts, inner shorts, whatever they are. I like them the most. And <laughs> inner shorts. Give me my inner shorts. <laughs> my inner short layer, please. Yes. So, no, I mean they did eventually insist on full nudity. We, I, I was building a little tent in our dining room, and I was going to have a little pretend camp out with them because it was going to be rainy today and I had like a a little campfire and Mm -hmm. fake s'mores and I had this whole I was momming so hard and they insisted on playing naked and so like now I'm stuck in this tent with my two naked children having a camp out I'm like what why am I the only person over the age of six that uses the word naked instead of naked yes I I say naked a lot now okay (laughs) because I say naked almost every time i could use the word naked for some reason i don't i don't know i i get it in the the context of you have kids so you use it but outside of that nikki just is kind of creepy it's kind (laughs) of like a it's like a cute little pet name for being naked and that's yeah like a little like it's like a baby name for nudity and i don't like that (laughs) my roommates have all made fun of me because there have been times where they've like knocked on like the bathroom door like knocked on the bedroom door seeing if i'm in there and i'm like no wait i'm naked hold on (laughs) uh speaking of roommates Uh hey yeah i think that um one of our one of our listeners 
actually inspired this topic, mm-hmm. right? That we have talked about roommates before, but that was prior to Riley really fully experiencing. Yeah. I think I had lived with roommates for maybe like a month. Maybe. Or something, two months. And uh, and now you've had the full roommate experience. Yes, a whole year. Which, by the way, that probably greatly limits <clears throat> your ability to wander around naked if you do have roommates. Oh, yeah. 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 But like... Mm-hmm. Or sh- it sh- probably should. <laughs> but we're it chill should. on like... Uh, it should. It should. Without without appropriate verbal agreement, it should. But I think I think we're pretty chill on like, like underwear walking to and from the bathroom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm in my room and it's late, but, like, I need to go pee. So, like, I get out of bed and I'm just wearing, like, a sweatshirt and underwear. That's a weird conversation. As long as, uh, since we started talking about nudity, we'll just, this will be our first discussion. Dive right in with roommates and nudity. Uh, That's a tough conversation for me because I was never one with my roommates that I felt comfortable wandering around in underwear. Just me personally. Yeah. But I didn't, if they wanted to, like, I wasn't offended. I don't yeah. care. Like, whatever you want to do, it doesn't bother me. I'm well, not offended by it. But, like, how do you say that? Yeah. Like, I, you can get naked as much as you want. I won't. I won't, but you can't. But you can't. There's no way to say that without sounding weird. It's it's weird for me because growing up doing theater, I feel like you will probably understand, like, changing in front of other people has never felt weird to me. Like, not necessarily getting, like, naked changing in front of other people, but, like, changing clothes and having on, like, a bra and underwear and just changing my shirt or my pants in front of other people has never been something that has crossed my mind as, like, oh, this is weird. Like, there are definitely times where, like, people, they were just, like, my other roommates were in my room with me and I was about to change to do something, so I just, like, strip off my pants and put on another pair of pants while they're in there and didn't even think twice about doing it. I didn't ask them, like... I should probably, like, I, it crossed my mind after. I probably should have asked if this made you uncomfortable. But I, it just, it, like. I think this is probably a spectrum of opinions would really? be my guess. Is that you're on that end of the spectrum. I am somewhere in the middle in that, like, yes, I have been in show choir. I've been in theater. Yeah. I believe there are times where, like, this is a costume change. This yeah. is just the business. This is the task at hand. Let's just get changed. Taylor, I would guess you're on the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I think it's, it's a good thing thing to establish like what are your expectations as far as how much clothing you think is appropriate to wear in front of me (laughs) and i'll tell you mine spoiler alert it's all of it please wear all the clothes around me but you know like i get that like i i also understand that maybe i'm a little little bit more weird about those things than some people so like when i have roommates that like you know like wander around and like uh their underwear i'm like ah that's okay like I can't wheel it back now because maybe it's me that's weird that I'm not comfortable with this. Uh, I did have a roommate that just would always, I guess she just was always naked in a room because unless she was like dressed and ready to go out, she was in a towel. Naked other than a towel. (laughs) What? Like a good 10 hours out of every day. And I thought, man, she showers a lot. And then I realized like, no, that's just what she uses to walk around the house when she's not in clothes she just puts a towel on and just she I have a towel. Sh- <laughs> she needed one of those towel brawls have you seen those they're like a sling you wear around what? your neck and it holds and that it's like to <gasps> yes yeah yes i've seen this yeah i mean it's like a towel sling bra thing that'd be very i mean you know it, useful for her sure. <laughs> if she could have been more covered by towels i guess that's fine what is the difference between <laughs> towels and and clothing it, it's arguable but it was just a lot of towel but here's the benefit there is like now you know the perfect birthday christmas hanukkah mm-hmm. easter i don't know what are you, halloween Valentine's memorial day, day <laughs> arbor day present whatever I, holiday is next you just give her a really big towel yeah or a robe <laughs> or a robe. a robe is fine you could you know like a, a nice like thick robe but that's fine that's 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 basically like a dress but the towel it's not just the lack of fabric it's also the lack of dependable support because when you're wearing a towel the only thing that's keeping you but the, the the thin line between you and being naked is your own support of that towel like mm, yeah that it, i just like you know it's like we should have regular conversations with me and i'm just sitting there like please hold on to your towel <laughs> Please keep That's true. Up. You exhale too vigorously, shrink the diameter of your rib cage, and there it goes. Yeah. It's a, not, yeah. It's like a, uh, 
I can't, I don't, like, that's not a conversation you should have, I guess. Hey, can you not wander around the house clothed with nothing but a thin piece of cloth? Yeah. <laughs> like, I have walked before from the bathroom to my room wearing a towel. Like, I just got out of the shower, put on a towel, walked back to my bedroom to change. But that's, like, the extent of it. Like, I feel like that's acceptable towel time, right? Well, like, the length it takes, yeah. it takes you to get from the bathroom to your bedroom. I don't think there has to be, like anything that is a universal acceptable limit i think it's really just what everybody agrees on because i mean i'll be honest like i said even though i personally i just prefer wearing clothes clothes. i i just it's it's my it's my own hang-ups it has nothing to do with anyone else but i don't like to walk around naked for the most part it's just not my thing it doesn't bother me when Mm -hmm. other people do yeah Uh, especially like after being a doctor and going to med school and like the human body is the human body you've seen all kinds of butts I, yeah I'm, butts don't bother me it, my kids running around naked doesn't bother me it's just like why do you always I don't understand the the desire to yeah, constantly to be nude be but but like it doesn't so like if I had a roommate who said I love to just wear a towel all day or I like to walk around topless all day regardless mm-hmm. of gender I okay I mean, like that, I would not be bothered by that personally. Right. I would not necessarily join them, but it would not bother me. So I think that the key is like, there is no acceptable except what everyone agrees is acceptable. I think there are some conversations, and we kind of talked about this a little bit, that you don't know you have to have until the situation arises and you're like, oh, I guess this is something we need to discuss. Like the first time you see your roommate walking around just a towel for more than like, (laughs) acceptable bathroom to bedroom towel time it's like okay i guess this is a conversation we need to have like i am uncomfortable with this and if any of my roommates ever came to me and said i'm uncomfortable with you like i don't know being in your underwear or like changing in front of us I'd be like oh okay cool i will never do it again right. but i guess it's just something i never thought to ask because it's like i don't know you know what you're comfortable with so you, if you don't live with other people i didn't grow up living with other people and usually, I mean, if you grow up living with other people, it's usually your family. Right. And you're usually more comfortable around family than you are around people you don't know. So. Well, and I, that, that's, and yeah, and, and like, that's, it's equally fine that she wanted to walk around a towel as it is equally fine that it kind of made me a little uncomfortable. It's just yes. maybe in that end, maybe we're not the most compatible uh, yeah. apartment mates, you know, maybe that's. When you when you when you just get thrown into situations like college, you kind of have to have those conversations and meet in the middle. When you're older and you kind of choose who you live with, then it's a bit more important to know up front because you have the ability to choose. It is it is hard though because you're right. I think anything can be on the table as long as you discuss it. Mm-hmm. As long as you have a conversation and everybody agrees as to what what they think is fine, what isn't fine, what's like okay, I'll be out of town this weekend so you can do the weird thing that I don't particularly care for that you want to do. (laughs) Like, I mean, like, whatever it is, as long as you all agree to it at the front end, it's fine. But you're right. How, and especially when you first meet somebody, one, you can't predict what you're going to confront. And two, you don't want the very first time you're meeting a new roommate trying to like, let's get along, let's make a good impression, let's be buds. You don't want the next word out of your mouth to be, okay, I'm uncomfortable with the following and here's a giant list of things I don't want you to do because then that gives a negative impression and you don't want them to dislike you. So it's hard. It's hard to like proactively. I I think I mentioned on the previous episode, I, I got very frustrated with one of my roommates for like, because it was just the two of us in a dorm. I want to have my boyfriend over literally every weekend. Mm -hmm. And so I expect you to go stay at your parents' house because I don't want you here. And it yeah. never crossed my mind on the front end to say, hey, by the way, even though I do live in town, even though my parents do live in town, I don't want to stay home every weekend. Yeah. Right. It was like a given, like, well, I want my boyfriend to stay here, so you need to leave. And I, it never would have occurred to me. And I probably would have shied away from saying it initially because I wanted her to like mm-hmm. me. Um, so then we ended up in conflict because yeah. I wasn't comfortable, but I had never said it. Yeah. I think... That's also a weird, like, skill set that you have to develop when you start living with other people is learning how to, like, nicely and and easily tell someone something they're doing is making you uncomfortable. Like, that's a really weird thing to have to do to go up to someone and be like, hey, you thought this thing you were doing was totally cool. And it might be totally cool with you. But we live together and we have a shared space. And it makes me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. That's, like, a hard 
thing to have to tell someone. And usually, in my experience, they're going to be like, cool, totally understand. Won't do it again. And then it's not a problem. But no one likes conflict. I hate confrontation and conflict. And I would never want to say anything that upsets anyone or make mm-hmm. anyone not like me. I want everyone to like me. Well, and it's hard when it starts to blur the line between it's one thing to have different expectations and different comfort levels and another thing to be like, maybe I shouldn't have to tell you not to do this. Like, it's, yeah, it's disrespect sure. from the from the beginning. Like, I had a roommate that was perfectly fine with me having a cat, let us move in together knowing I had a cat, and then we'll kind of use the cat as like, well, I have a slight cat allergy, so I don't have to clean any surface ever that the cat touches. So you can keep the cat in your little box bedroom, completely isolated, or agree to clean the whole house forever. <laughs> And I said, okay, I guess I'm cleaning the whole house forever. And I did for four years. See, and that's the kind of area where, like, if you establish the rules of engagement, I mean, if you had known on the front end, I have a cat allergy, well, maybe we're not the best roommates then because I love my cat and I'm not getting rid of my cat cat allergy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's that's the kind of thing you have to confront. And the hard part about it is that, especially when you're younger, Riley, like when you're in college Mm -hmm. and when everybody's still in various stages of maturation. But I don't know that even as an adult, it's easy for all of us all the time to have a conversation in which you look at somebody and say, this thing you're doing, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying there's something wrong with you. This is not passing judgment on you as a human or the act. It's just not something I'm comfortable with personally. And so I would rather it not occur in my living space. Yeah. Having that level of adult conversation is extremely difficult because both the person asking for, you know, this understanding and the person who is receiving this kind of, I don't want to say critique, but Mm -hmm. maybe information they don't want to hear, both have to be mature enough to see it as I'm not saying you're bad and I'm good. I'm just saying this is not compatible with me living a happy life. And so I'm asking you politely, please don't do it. That that's such a higher level of maturity. That's a really hard conversation. If you're emotional, if you're young, if you're just fed up, if you're whatever, you know, I mean, that's, that's tough. Yeah. Um, I actually did have to have a hard roommate conversation once this whole year. Mm-hmm. Which I think is pretty good. You know, a whole year of living with seven, six other people, seven people in one shared space. Yeah. One conversation. Um, it was one of those conversations where, like, again, it's a it's a thing you don't think about having to say before you start living with someone because it's a very specific situation. Um, but we all share a shower. And I had a roommate who wanted to use the shower with her boyfriend at the same time, which as a as a thing I don't have a problem with you know like if people want to do that cool even if you want to do it in a shower that I also am using whatever I don't Mm -hmm. really care but it happened a lot when I and my other roommates were in the shared common area a few steps away right at like a reasonable time not like super late in the night either just like we're all sitting out there eating dinner together at seven o'clock in the evening. And the bathroom isn't exactly and soundproof. And the bathroom is not exactly soundproof. Um, and it's just like a situation that makes everyone kind of uncomfortable mm. involved. Right. Which, you know, that's a tough thing to discuss because like it's not, you don't, you're not passing judgment on the act or right. any of that. It's just simply, I would prefer not to listen when you have sex yes like this is just my personal preference is i do not enjoy hearing other people do it yes you may now there may be groups of roommates out there who are like yeah girl go for it (laughs) get it on and that's that's fine i personally isn't the group of roommates in this particular situation so i went to my other roommates before i said anything else and i was like hey does this make you uncomfortable? Because if all of you are fine with it and I'm the only one that's kind of uncomfortable, I won't say anything. Because, like, there are a lot of other people that live here. I can deal with it. It's only happened a few times. Like, it's whatever. Um, but we all agreed it made all of us kind of uncomfortable. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'll just I'll d- do the thing that no one wants to do because <laughs> I was the one that brought it up because no one else would have brought it up if I wouldn't have brought it up. And I had to say, like, hey, this thing you're doing, totally fine if, like, we're not sitting right out there. Like a lot of us go home 
for the weekends because most of the people at my school live close by anyways so we just go home a lot on the weekends I go home a lot on the weekends like if I'm not there I'm not going to tell someone what they can do in a space I'm not in currently unless they're like you know messing with my stuff sure don't mess with my stuff (laughs) but I don't know I said like this is a thing as a principal I'm fine with but not when I'm this close yeah and they were just like okay I understand and it it didn't happen again and that was it yeah which is an impressively mature conversation to be able to have yeah especially about something as sensitive as you know sexual intimacy and right and that kind of thing in a in college yeah you know yeah that's that's impressive as as me in my 30s i've had roommates that aren't respectful or uh, get so defensive about anything along those lines it's just like you know yeah when you share a small space I certainly it's it's the compromise thing like yes I understand you were sexually active no judgment you're going to have sex that's fine and when it's like uh, I don't know at at normal sex hours okay but when it's like it's 2 p.m. and like my friends are coming over to like have lunch and it's there's we all know how loud the apartment is it's like oh no (laughs) like yeah (laughs) yeah when it's when I'm worried about it showing up in the background of the podcast that we record it's like oh no (laughs) Like, yeah. yeah and like I obviously am very appreciative of, of my roommate for being so cool and not being like no I'm gonna do what I want and I think that's just good for, for everyone involved you know well, it's because there's a way to have a sex positive conversation about like what are my what am I comfortable with what are you comfortable with what are our boundaries and where where would I consider it crossing a line like it's there's a way to have that conversation and not be shaming a person or judging a person it's because sometimes what you get to at the end of the conversation is maybe we're just not a good match because this is really stuff that you're comfortable with and you are going to want to do on a regular basis loudly in your life and this is really stuff that i'm not and you have to have a place your home wherever you live has to be a place where you can go to and feel safe and comfortable and relaxed and centered and if your home is not that place I mean that's not good for your mental health so sometimes you get to a point where you go you know what I still care about you or I still like you or maybe you don't maybe you're like I still respect you as a human (laughs) but we are not a good match yeah just like a relationship yeah no it's true (laughs) and it's it's, 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 it's compromise and there has to be respect and when those things aren't there it's just it's your home and it's like there's not a safe place to go home to i mean yeah. still on the still on the lines of sex I, I like i had a roommate that let one of their uh hookups wander out of her room i wake up in bed and there's just a naked man in my room a stranger oh. yeah and he was drunk and he was lost and he was trying to find the bathroom and like it was it was horrifying i eventually like she, she didn't get out of bed and do anything about it. I had to eventually herd this man back to her room after I realized, oh, it's just a drunk guy. It's maybe not someone trying to attack me in the night. And yeah. when I asked very nicely the next day, like, hey, that's really upsetting. That can't happen again. It's like it was treated like, oh, why aren't you cool? <laughs> it's like, I don't think anyone would be cool with that. No, no, I think I think and that there is a difference between like this is fine with me. It's just something that you don't prefer. And that's. That's, that's an, just a bad thing. To right. Just, that's just disrespectful. I, I can't, I don't know anybody who would wake up with a naked stranger in their room and be like, this is fine. <laughs> oh, where do you look at the totally bathroom, fine. bro? Let me lead you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's a, that would be a very scary situation for anybody. And, um, yeah, I, you don't, you don't still sleep with that knife under your pillow, do you? <laughs> you know, that in that situation, really that, that would have, I don't know if it would have, maybe it would have. <laughs> ended that i i i immediately went i immediately went and asked her like as the the gentleman was using the bathroom i said this what the what the heck who is that and she just looked at me and said he's a firefighter and went back to sleep (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) well i mean we celebrate our nation's heroes our firefighters but they they still can't wander into our rooms naked when we're sleeping there's a line must be drawn i gotta get out of here yeah a line must be drawn somewhere (laughs) 
<laughs> Naked firefighters. That's my line. Uh, I wanna I wanna talk about this some more, but before we do that, let's check the group message. Sisters, I am wearing a bra right now that I love. Oh, yes, this is the truth. I am wearing my Harper Wild bra. It has become my go-to everyday, comfortable, uh, taking care of the kids and working and on tour at home. Everywhere I need to go, it is my favorite comfy bra. It is the first bra that I have not just been itching to remove uh, by the end of a long day. Wow. It, it is. It's, it's really incredibly comfortable. Um, once I got one, I, I tried it, and it instantly became my go-to bra. Uh, they are bras that are designed with you in mind, uh, with uh, smooth, supportive coverage. It looks good under any outfit. This is true. I wore it to a wedding yesterday. Wow. Mm-hmm. Very comfortable, mm-hmm. and I'm in my pajamas with bra on. still with it on <laughs> still no well i mean i took it off for a while still well, with it on t- i took it <laughs> off it's been a busy day uh all you have to do is click what's my size on the harper wild website to take their fit quiz and you can find your current bra size which might surprise you it might not be what you think it is so take the quiz make sure you know and harper wild has partnered with girls inc to lift up women around the world a portion of each sale supports mentorship and educational programming for girls so uh, i would really recommend it they do a free home try on so you can make sure that it's exactly your fit and that you like it um, which you will i can attest you really (coughs) will enjoy it and uh if our listeners want to get a a free home try on or or check out the harper wild bra what what should they do tay all right well if you go to harperwild.com slash still buffering and use promo code still buffering you can get 50 percent off your first purchase that's harperwild, W-I-L-D-E dot com slash stillbuffering. Promo code stillbuffering and get 15% off your first purchase. It's time to start lifting up your ladies. Uh, we have another sponsor we want to tell you about this week, and that's Rockets of Awesome. So shopping for kids, uh, for kids' clothes, especially with the kids in tow, mm-hmm. can be quite a challenge. You want to find clothes that your kid's going to love, but that also you know you're as a parent sometimes your kids like some things that are kind of whack and you want them to look (laughs) (laughs) you you want them to be dressed maybe not naked and maybe dressed appropriately when they go places Mm -hmm. and rockets of awesome wants to make sure that you can fall in love with the shopping for clothes experience not just for you for your kids but for you too uh, they consistently deliver value and quality by designing on-trend stylish clothes at an affordable price. They have one-of-a-kind items with super soft fabrics, glow-in-the-dark, reflective. They've got sequins. Uh, Charlie was very excited. We, we went through the website together and picked out the items she liked. Um, she tends to skew to the more feminine look, mm-hmm. and there was definitely a lot of stuff she could enjoy, plus some uh, really comfortable clothes. that were They were stylish and comfortable that I felt like, you know what, this is still feminine and fun but also you can play in it Mm -hmm. Um, and it's durable and it's good quality stuff Uh, it's filled with stylish clothes for all genders sizes 3 to 12 Um, and both parents and kids are going to love this easy shopping experience delivered right to your home and I I can attest my kid loves loves all the clothes we got there so Riley yeah if if our listeners want to check out Rockets Vossum what should they do well, right now, you can get 20% savings towards your first order only at rocketsofawesome.com slash maybe and use the promo code maybe. That's rocketsofawesome.com slash maybe. Promo code maybe for 20% savings towards your first order. So we've established that it's important to set up boundaries with your mm-hmm. roommates about, well, we've talked a lot about sex. <laughs> yeah. And nakey. And and nudity. Yeah. Um, and those are important things. You know, I, I know I talked in our first roommates episode, I talked a lot about my college, like my friends who were my roommates and then people who I just randomly got assigned to be roommates with in the dorm. Mm-hmm. Um, but these things extend into when you move in, like with somebody in a romantic relationship, if you do. I know when Justin and I first started living together, it was... Uh, wild to me that he uh insisted on like the bed has to be made every day this was not a priority to me yeah I don't do and that. like it bothered him if we didn't and since it mattered to him it should matter so like it sh- in his mind it should be a shared task mm-hmm. and this i could not fathom you're just gonna <laughs> get in it again why make it <laughs> exactly 
<laughs> who cares? He always would say it sets the tone for the day. What does that even mean? <laughs> it just takes up time. I don't have in the morning. I know. And I'm just going to get back in it and mess it up again. Exactly. Why would I make my bed? So I, th- these were things like I didn't value, but he did. And my lack of value read as like, you don't care about me because you don't care about what I care about. And then it was a whole thing. But like there are all kinds of conversations like that on a grander scale with a roommate that like, uh, I don't care. I have a higher threshold for mess. Mm. you know was justin the one that taught you you don't keep pizza in the oven yes that is a valuable lesson justin taught me <laughs> not yeah. keep it fresh have we said this is a thing our we've said this is a thing our family yes. does right yeah we had to have they still do yeah like you although well, they've started putting it in the fridge more and more i know i noticed that dad just takes a giant ziploc bag and puts all the pizza yeah, in there. I think yeah. he learned <laughs> it, it was always a right fun adventure when you'd preheat the oven to cook so something and you smelled pizza suddenly <laughs> <laughs> oh, surprise appetizer. <laughs> Smell pizza and cardboard burning. Yeah, and cardboard. <laughs> yeah that, but that's, I mean, that's the hard thing is like what you're really getting into, what you, what you can really start conflicting are like the things you value. And just because you value them doesn't mean somebody else values them. But sometimes that can read as, you know, as like disrespect. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just a, it's just a difference. Yeah. Yeah, and especially with cleaning, I feel like either entering into the situation on the same page as far as your your messiness, like tolerable tolerableness, or or meeting somewhere in the middle if you're if you're very different is so important. Mm-hmm. I will say something I discovered over the course of this year. So we have a large common area, and then all of our individual bedrooms. The common area and the hallway in between the bedrooms and everything is all carpet. And our bedrooms are tile. Um, But about a few months into the semester, one of my roommates was like, hey, I'm going to vacuum everything out there this time. Next time, someone else can do it. We can trade off. And I was like, you're going to (laughs) vacuum? What? (laughs) Like, it never never occurred to me. Like, looking at the carpet, I was like, I mean, it doesn't look that dirty. But I guess <laughs> we've been living on it for five months now. Oh. I guess it probably is. Oh, no. So, like, we lifted up the couch for the first time. Oh, boy. It was messy. So, like, that's, that's you know. Uh-huh. Or something like um, taking the time to actually clean the entire bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like, clean out the sinks, like, the mirror, the shower, the toilet, those kinds of things. When I was the only one living at home with mom and dad, it was just like I stayed in my bedroom. So everything else that happened, the entire rest of the house was just like mom and dad. So was your bedroom just like nasty? My bedroom or? was fine. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like I didn't, I didn't like do these things. My bedroom but, was fine. Okay. My bathroom is fine. Someone vacuumed your yes. carpet. Yeah. But like I knew it was a thing. <laughs> I knew it was a thing dad did for the entire house. Very like not frequently. So like, yeah, but like you understand that. Even but if, he did it for the entire house. Uh-huh. I'm here in a very small dorm. Like it's, but it wasn't like it wasn't like magic fairies that follow you around and no. clean your stuff. Like it's dad's not there with you, so somebody had to do it. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I don't know. My carpet was also never that dirty. Not just because dad okay. vacuumed it. The human body sheds skin cells constantly. There is there is dust settling from the air. There's the dirt you're tracking in. Don't even think about what you're tracking in on the bottom of your shoes. Don't even think about it. We take our shoes off. Oh. Do all of your roommates at all the time take off all their shoes as soon as well, they walk in? Well, I know they do all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, the carpet is not clean if you're not vacuuming. <laughs> well, now we vacuum. <laughs> I didn't realize that this was kind of a distinctly American thing, that we don't take our shoes off sometimes ever. Like, we put them on the couch. We walk around yeah. the houses in them. Like, that's apparently grosses out, like, two-thirds of the rest of the world. <laughs> I've rediscovered since living at home again that mom and I do the same thing. We'll kind of just, like, take our shoes off wherever we first sit down whenever we come home for something. Mm-hmm. And then if you walk out in our kitchen and living room area after about a week of no one cleaning, it's just, like shoes 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 <laughs> shoes everywhere i you know it's funny i actually have become that's something that i don't know why it started to bother me but now if 
especially I, you know what I think did it actually I can I can pinpoint what did it it was when we had children because all of a sudden here is this little person that I am so like intent on like I have to protect and keep healthy and then the first time they start like crawling and creeping you're putting them face down on the floor <laughs> on this filthy carpet and it occurred to me like oh they pick up everything and put it in their mouth their little hands and faces are pressed right up against this carpet and that was when one we started cleaning a lot more and two if I see somebody with their shoes on like standing in especially in the girls rooms I, it's hard for me to not be rude and be like, please leave immediately and take your shoes off. <laughs> please I'm wearing my shoes, shoes currently in your house. Wow. <laughs> it's wow. The, the girls' rooms are really like if anybody, because the, the kids are all over the floor in there. And if I see somebody walk into Charlie's room with their shoes on, it's always everything I can do not to be like, just take them, take them off. I'll carry them away. I'll take them back to the front hall. Just take them off. <laughs> yeah, I'm always. So I get it. I, I always am very impressed with households that manage a no shoe policy. Like, I don't know. I don't ever see myself being there, but I respect it. I get it. It does make sense. I live in New York. I walk around the streets of New York, and then I come home, and I lay in my bed with my shoes on. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, Taylor, no, no, no. Just every night. I'm cutting years off my life when I do it. No, take your shoes Get off. Them shoes off. It's good for your feet, too. Yeah, well, you know. Your feet well, need like, a break. Get your shoes cat off. cat that, like, you know buries his own poop and then just like chills on my head like it's just i don't know i think i have a very oh. strong immune system <laughs> no i i always think it is funny though if you do have a house of a, a like if you do walk into a house and you're trying to assess like should i take my shoes off or not and you ask as a homeowner like you're put in a position where someone has just asked do i need to take my shoes off if the answer is yes like i guess they've asked so it's acceptable to be like yeah, I'm sorry if you don't mind. You know, that kind of like apologetic, yeah, you know, I don't want to be in a convenience, but you don't mind. But if you say like, nah, wear them in, what message is that sending? <laughs> I worry about that a lot more now. Like, nah, yeah. wear those shoes right in here. We love filth. <laughs> Please. We yeah. love shoe-friendly house. <laughs> I, I think anyone encouraged. My baby will eat the dirt off yes. the floor later. <laughs> yeah. Well, she does try to do that, actually. Yeah, just, just, yeah, I have gotten in the habit of, it's hard though if if you do i know this is not the topic but this is a challenging thing because what if you go into a house you assume they're shoe free you take them off you walk in you're at a party in your socks everyone else is wearing their shoes then you're that person or worse you didn't have socks on now you're barefoot everyone else is in their shoes yeah nightmare (laughs) yeah you gotta carry backup socks all the time everywhere you go (laughs) What? I'm the only one that does Like, you're going to go bowling. Case. <laughs> I have actually, I have actually done that before where I've been like, I know I'm going to someone's house where everyone's going to be taking their shoes off. We're going to be relaxing. I'm not wearing socks with these particular shoes. Better just put a pair in there so I can just slide those on. Do you, so you and your roommates don't have a policy? Well, okay. We got a shoe rack at the beginning of the year to put by our door with the intention of like, keep the shoes that you wear really frequently here. Like, take your shoes off when you come in. Or, like, like I had, like, two pairs of shoes. I pretty much wore above anything else. Like, I would have kept those there. That worked for a little bit. By the end of the year, we threw the shoe rack away. It just was not... No one was using it. <laughs> it wasn't, did like... You, a, wait, no. did you throw it away because nobody used it? Or was it, like... I, I mean, hate one, having this much organization in our shoes. One, it was a really crappy shoe rack. It was kind of broken. Uh-huh. Two, no one was using it. Ah. And no, it was, like, one of those things that, like... None of us are using it in this space. None of us are going to take it home for the summer and use it at home for the summer. So it's going to end up being thrown away somewhere because we're not going to bring it back next year. Mm-hmm. So might as well just do it now. <laughs> so we threw it away. Uh, on the subject of things you throw away, I, I'm mystified by the amount of roommates I've had that think that taking out the trash is a two, like a two-part act. Like, you take the trash out of the trash can, and then you just leave it in the house for a while. <gasps> no. I just let it no. sit there. No. And then, like, I mean, I get it if you're like, oh, I took it out of the trash can. I'm going to throw some more trash in it from, like, other smaller yeah. trash cans. Maybe it's there for, like, an afternoon while you're cleaning. But when you wake up the next yeah. day and the trash is still there, oh, it's like, no. well, I took it out. You can no. take it down. Or I'll put it next to the oh, door so the awful. next person that leaves can take it. It's like, no. <laughs> it's just a trash. No. It's a bag no. of trash. Just sitting there. No, that 
that's totally unacceptable. That is, is a yeah. I think motion. I think that is the one thing. And like I I think I got really lucky with whom I ended up with as roommates in terms of like compatibility as people and as roommates and living together and stuff. But the one thing that we never had a problem with that we always agreed on that never was a thing we had to discuss was like we all had our little trash cans in our rooms that we all pretty much took care of like my roommate that I actually like share a room with we would just alternate whoever took it out or like if I knew most of it was mine I would just take it out um and then we had one that we shared in the common area along with the recycling bin that we all share in the common area but when you take the recycling you have to go like separate it into the different bins and then go take the trash down the hall to the trash room that is the one thing I never had a problem with there was never a moment where the trash was just like overflowing and no one would take it out. Like all of us got to a point where it was like, oh, this trash is just a disaster. Someone has to take it out. The recycling got a little bad because it's like you have to do the whole thing of like taking the bin out and then separating it all mm-hmm. once you get there. But the trash, you just like walk it down the hall and put it in another big trash can. Mm. Yeah. Like that is we, one thing that I got very lucky with is we have very good trash policies. Yeah, I had a I had a roommate that insisted that she didn't produce a lot of trash. So because it was like always just me taking down the trash. I'm like, hey, you can take up the trash once in a while. She's like, no, no, no. I take my own trash out of my room every day and out to the street. I don't ever use the trash can, really. I was like, well, that, seems, that seems highly unlikely. Uh so yeah <laughs> so then this is this is when you know it's bad when you get into the passive aggressive stuff that you do to just be like well reason has gone out the yes. window so if i'm gonna go out of town i'll empty the trash and i won't put a trash bag in there and i'll hide the trash bags so that you said you don't use this trash can <laughs> so now you can <laughs> how did it work did, how, no, did it i came work? back and there was just raw trash in the empty in the trash can that was online oh. <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> you know, you're like you start doing the things. It's like, well, I've bought toilet paper four times in a row. Time to hide the toilet paper. <laughs> and then they start using all the paper towels and like, well, that didn't go as I thought it would. <laughs> <laughs> not the outcome. I No, now I'm not. Now I'm hiding my toilet paper. I'm out of paper towels. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's when you learn that, like, when you have to live with somebody, passive aggression <laughs> will get you not very far like it's just it's almost never worth it you you'll win so few battles that way you just actually have to have the confrontation like listen well see i i guess i'm one of those people that i am way too hyper aware of people's opinions of me so if if i thought for a minute any of that stuff had happened i would be so mortified that i feel like i would try to correct that behavior but it it's a bad situation where you have someone like me that can't confront and is just like, I'm going to just do all these little tiny passive aggressive things. And someone else who's like, awesome, doesn't, I don't have to deal with it then. Yeah. Cause it's not like I said, how did the, huh? Oh, I was just saying, how about, how about food sharing? We haven't, we haven't really tackled that. Ooh. Hmm. Um, well, I'm in college. I found that our our we have three mini fridges in our room, mm-hmm. and like we know who bought each of them and brought each of them. But I mean, we've all kind of agreed like if you have something you want to keep, just like put it wherever there's space. Like we don't really care. But we've never really had a problem with food sharing because none of us ever have food. <laughs> so you're not. We just there's like, no like food theft issue. No, because we order food a lot. So like we'll order food together. And we'll all have, like, our leftovers and, like, we'll share, like, fridge space or we'll go to a dining hall or, like, go out to eat. Mm-hmm. I There's never just food. I had one problem where mom gave me a gigantic box of little snacks at some point t- near the beginning of the year. Like, gigantic, mm-hmm. huge tub of just, like, little bags of chips and, like, mini Rice Krispie treats and stuff. And enough food that probably could have lasted me through an entire semester. And... It was there for a week and half of that week, like half of my roommates were gone out of town and I didn't eat any of it and it was gone at the end of that week. And that means I know who must have eaten it, but they say they didn't eat it. So a whole box of food went missing once and I have never had a problem with food going missing again because now I'm too scared to bring food because it just goes missing. But like, I mean, I that's the only time I've ever had food in the dorm to be to like to steal. Yeah. I just never have food. Yeah. 
That's how you solve that problem. I've always been strictly like, my food is mine, your food is yours. Just because, and I've had those roommates that want to like, let's like shop together and cook together. And I'm like, that sounds nice in a perfect world. That won't work out. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, you're right. Like I have, I have done the shop together, cook together thing. And that's when you get, I mean, that's when you realize like, man you can grow up close to each other like be from a very similar cultural geographical background and then you start discussing like well what i would typically eat is and it's like who are you like where (laughs) why what it's just a world of difference and you start trying to like compromise like okay i i guess we can have spaghetti that night but like I don't really eat spaghetti. I mean, I don't hate spaghetti, but I don't really eat spaghetti as like a yeah. meal, but okay. And then you're, and then somebody else is like, I'll make meatloaf. And you're like, what? <laughs> no, why? 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 You do that and it's me? just, and then I'm like, I'll make canned chicken with yeah, steak really. seasoning. And they're like, who are you? <laughs> and so, I mean, like it all falls apart. And well, yeah. I tried valiantly to be like, well, I'll cook together. And we just could never compromise. The only thing we ever all liked were quesadillas. So the only thing we would all make were cheese quesadillas because <laughs> it's cheese in a tortilla. Who doesn't? Yeah. But like that was the only thing we could all eat. And, and every other night it was like, no, I'm that's gross. No, thank you. Thank you, though. But no, yeah. I guess that's a perk of living in a place with no kitchen. Oh, that's true. Yeah. We don't cook because we can't. That's true. Uh, yeah. I, I, I like the, uh, the the move where they cook for you. You didn't ask them to. You come home like I made dinner. Surprise. You can clean up the mess. It's like, wait a second. <laughs> This is it. Hold on. I didn't agree to any of this. Especially if it was like, I don't really, casseroles are not my, I'm not really going to eat that casserole. Yeah. That was a thing I finally just had to say. I'm not really, I I am not going to say I wasn't subjected to casseroles throughout my youth. I'm just going to say casseroles are not my thing in my adult life. Yeah. And now that I am of legal voting age i'm not going to eat casseroles i'm going to vote for casseroles (laughs) it's just no offense if you like casseroles you eat those casseroles that is wonderful more for you because i will not eat them just have leftovers (laughs) freeze them you know sometimes i feel bad when i know i've cooked a lot of something and i'm like i'm gonna freeze this and have it for weeks and like have roommates i'm like "Ah, do i have to offer it what if i don't like, it's like, uh, do you want some of this? I'm hoping you'll say no. It's weird vegan food. Ah, <laughs> uh, so all in all, we would say it was a good roommate experience for you. Yeah, Riley. I mean, I signed up to live with all the same people again for another year. So that's a ringing endorsement. Yeah, good for you. Except, uh, we have a new surprise roommate mm. joining our room next year. So it's me. It's Sydney. <laughs> She's going back to school. We didn't know what to do with the podcast because I'm about to not be a teenager uh-huh. anymore. So Sydney said, "All right, I'm going back to college." Sydney's going back we're to college. Never been kissed this situation. And we're gonna uh-huh. <laughs> we're documenting Sydney experience in college. Hey, in fellow the, teens, the eyes of a, a teen of the the teens. A teen of the teens. I'm gonna be so believable. They're so all gonna. They, they, I, this is gonna work. Trust me. Stay tuned. I know all about electronic devices. Oh, good. <laughs> Going great so far. <laughs> Hi everyone. Do you want to borrow my Game Boy? <laughs> I have a Game Boy. I color. have. I have pizza-based products. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, thank you, sisters. Uh, this has been this has been fun, and hopefully, your roommate experiences continue to be better than all the ones Taylor and I keep sharing. Yeah. But you know, the thing is, eventually, something's gonna go wrong. It has to. I know. Sorry. I just, you know, yeah. We'll see. Uh, just, yeah, you know, make that one of those goals. Someday you want to live by yourself, maybe. Or with a family. Or something. Yeah. Roommates forever. I don't know. I don't know if it's sustainable. Uh, I think I think roommates forever sustainable. At least I know it is in my situation. If you are deeply in love with your okay, roommate, right. <laughs> I have found that in that situation, despite the multitude of uh, differences that Justin and I have, we uh, it, it, we we are compatible through our shared deep emotional connection. I feel that way about my cat. 
There's your roommate forever. Should pay rent. I need to make him famous or something. <laughs> make him an Instagram. No, I uh, thank you, listeners. Thanks for the. Uh, our listeners came up with one of our listeners came up with this yeah. topic. Thank you. If you have any suggestions, you can tweet at us at stillbuff. That's probably the most reliable route. As I I saw that somebody let us know that our email was not working again. Again, so we'll work it's, on that. It is stillbuffering@maximumfun.org. And we'll be working on that. But you can also always tweet at us. Yeah. Um, and you should check out MaximumFun.org. That was the other thing that I always say. Yep. Because it's great. There are podcasts there. And they're wonderful. There there are podcast roommates on the website of Maximum Fun. We That's like That's a fun way of putting that. They don't steal our food. And they take off their shoes when they come in. Uh, and thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby Changed Mine. This has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am a teenager. And, and I, I was, was two. two. Sydney's going back to school. <laughs> gonna be a cool teen. See, I was gonna do that. I'm gonna go back. Oh, back, back to school again. Oh, there you go. It was grease too. Yeah. Grease too. Hi, I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we host One Bad Mother, a comedy podcast about parenting. Whether you are a parent or just know kids exist in the world, join us each week as we honestly share what it's like to be a parent. I don't know how to fix mornings for myself. <laughs> I do not know how to make mornings okay for myself. So the t-shirt, I don't do mornings, yes. isn't even a funny shirt. I no. shouldn't get it for you. It's sad. It's a sad shirt. Yeah, it's a sad shirt with tears flowing. So join us each week as we judge less, laugh more, and remind you that you are doing a great job. Find us on MaximumFun.org, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.